Okay, beginnings, beginnings. Ugh. Begin to do the first part of an action, to come into being. That's what we're doing right now with this podcast. Hi, everybody. My name is KJ Bell, and welcome to Another Way. Or Another Way. Just depending on how you want to say it. This is a podcast on living a creative life, because we all have art that we practice, or that we want to practice. And starting it is hard. Beginning to live a creative life is hard. Starting anything is hard. Heck, every freaking day, there's something that is just so hard to do and so hard to start. This podcast is one of them. Heck, just right now, I started this recording this. I think this is like the fifth take or something. It's just hard. We make it hard. We don't have to. So I'm a writer and a musician and um, generally a pretty creative person. I like creative things. I like creating. I like life. I like playing. I like colors. And uh, doing this podcast now because I stopped doing those things for a while. And I finally made my way back. And uh, I want to help others to do it. I want to help others live a more creative life. Because I think that we can be more creative no matter what we do. We can be more creative as accountants. We can be more creative as teachers. We can be more creative as lawyers, as as rocket scientists, as lots of other things I don't understand. We can certainly be more creative as artists. So I want to help you. And let's just let's just get it out of the way right now. I'm not pretending to be some sort of like genius guru Buddha type person because I'm certainly not. I've just I've learned a lot and I've learned a lot by screwing up a lot. Okay, you got to do that. You got to screw up a lot. Um I've read a lot, I've researched a lot. I've listened a lot. I've done a lot. I'm saying a lot, a lot. But the point is, I want to sort of walk ahead of you and be your Sherpa. Although we don't, none of us know where we're going. So I don't know how I can be. That's not really a good metaphor. But um, I want to share what I've learned and help you. And the reason I'm calling this an other way is because I think a lot of people out there are like me and uh, feel labeled other. We have this thing about normal in our society, and it's just so, it screws us up. But I think that's a completely different po- a completely different episode. In fact, I know it's a completely different episode. We're talking about beginnings and starting and things. It's exciting to start something. But like I said, it's hard. Um, we just we come up with so many excuses for ourselves. Just to give you the example of this podcast, I, I was like, I need a name before I can start. I need a name. I found a name that kind of worked. Won't share it with you. Then I found this name, and I think it's better. And then I was like, well, I have to sit down, and I have to write, and I have to plan. And yeah, it's, 
it's a good thing to do, but I'm, but I have a general idea of what we're doing and it was stopping me. It's like, I must sit down and I must have a, a script. I need a script in front of me. And, uh, mm, that stopped me from getting away. That was an excuse. And then I thought, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put on the YouTube. I like saying it like that, like I'm an old person. Um, I'm going to put on YouTube and I'm going to do like a companion, like video series to the podcast with like videos on the same sort of topic and then go more in depth and blah, blah, blah. I thought, well, I can't start the podcast until I am ready to record the videos and just on and on and on and on and on and on. And we do this to ourselves all the time. And the key is we just have to start doing it, whatever it is, whatever the art is. It took me a long time to realize that. It's it's such a simple thing, but sometimes the simple things are the are the hardest to put into practice. But it is true. And some of you are gonna laugh. Some of you are gonna be like, well duh. Of course you have to start. But especially with things like art, I think that we have this view in our culture of, you know, it's just supposed to, it, like inspiration comes and you, and you just, you just sit and you wait for inspiration to come. And then inspiration comes and you just plop out whatever art it is. I'm just going to use writing. Cause that's one of the things I do. So you sit at your desk, inspiration comes and you write 50 pages of really good work. And then maybe you tweak it a little bit and then you're done and you've been written. And then you just wait for inspiration to come again. That is a uh, complete and utter crap. Sometimes it's that way, and it's awesome when it's that way, but it it's not always like that, like not even close. You have to do some, um, and I don't like this word, you have to do some work. I was probably 24. I'd been a writer, I'd considered myself a writer for, you know, a long, long time, uh, about 15 years at that point. And I had the realization, it's like, oh, I have to write to have something to edit. And then the editing, and then you write again. And life is like that. That's how life works. You have to do something and then adjust from there. And that's the problem with a lot of us is that we don't do anything. We think about doing things. We think about it a lot. Oh, I'm so good at it. I'm so good at thinking and planning things. Oh, I will sit and I will just plan and I will just picture it in my head. You know how many uh, thank you speeches I've given in my head? Emmys and Oscars and Tonys and endless awards. Stuff that I like don't even... Like... What am I going to do that's going to get me an Oscar? I don't know. There's nothing that I'm working on right now that could get me an Oscar. But I have the speech ready to go because I just, I love the idea. Do you know how many uh, late night talk shows I've been on in my head? Because <laughs> it's such, a, it's so easy. It's so easy to think about those things. And it's so hard to start them. It is. It's so hard to start. 
but I've done it finally. I don't know how it's going to go with this podcast. You can do it too. Ugh, that sounds so self-helpy and blah e. But it's true. I mean, you can. You just have to start. You know, I've, I, I'm a teacher. I've been teaching since I was 15. Taught swimming lessons. I started teaching swimming lessons when I was little. Little. A teenager. I was a teenager and I started teaching swimming lessons. And um, it was, I never wanted to go. Oh, it was so hard. It was so hard. The 30 minutes before lessons started, I was like, I don't want to. Maybe I'll call in sick. Maybe none of the kids will show up. And then I'd be in the water and I was fine. Once I started, I was fine. And it's the same way with art. Once you start, starting is the battle. I'm not even going to say half the battle because it's more than half. It's the battle is to start. And some days are hard. And we let the hard days overcome us sometimes. The hard days really feed in to whatever excuses we've given ourselves. Well, it was really hard yesterday, so I don't, I don't want to start. But as corny as it is, because you know it's in like every, every movie or book ever written. It's like the easy thing is not always the right thing. But there's a reason it comes up so much, because it's true. Truth comes up a lot. (sighs) Maybe I do need a script. I'm kind of just babbling. (laughs) It's in my head. It it sounds really good in my head. Like I said, I've been planning this podcast for months. But now that we're finally doing it. (sighs) But yeah, we have to start and then figure out where we're going from there. And so I want us to do that together. I want you to come with me as I start this podcast and make a fool out of myself. Probably, well, I was going to say for a while and then things will get better, but I'm always going to make a fool out of myself. (laughs) It's just how I roll. See, there it is right there. So we have a, we have a a sponsor or something, and then we're going to come back and talk more, I guess. So this podcast is brought to you by Great Grand Projects, a creative collective of artists and creators on the web, on the interwebs, you know, that thing, the internet, um, at greatgrandprojects.com. And we're back. It's my radio voice. I. <laughs> uh, do you ever hate yourself? For doing something dumb? Yeah, me too. All the time. Constantly. (sighs) It's okay, though. It's okay. (laughs) A little self-loathing never hurt anyone. That's a joke, people. We we take things so freaking seriously. Uh, What are we talking about? We're talking about starting. (laughs) Um. And now we're going to get into the section where I give you some things I've learned and some tricks and some tools and some techniques. You know, I have an education degree, so I'm good at using words like techniques and objectives and um, evaluating the objective reactivity of the activity 
and you know you want to learn how to use big words to just bullshit go and get an education degree i'm telling you people anyway that's uh that's we're, we're tangenting i'm good at that i'm good at tangents not the mathematical kind but oh my god i'm tangenting about tangents wow Oh, we should probably edit this. We'll cut this in post, although I'm not going to. I doubt it. Anyway, <laughs> so I gave the disclaimer of I I don't know what I'm doing, which I think is painfully obvious at this point. If you've listened this far, I think it's painfully obvious that I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm just going along, which is what we're all doing, really. We're all just making this up as we go along. Um, So I don't know anything <laughs> that's not true i know things um oh screeching halt <laughs> okay we should cut some of this in post anyway so i don't i don't know things for sure i know what has worked for me cuz here's the problem with this people we all come to things with a, a completely unique life experience. And I can't know what you've gone through, and you can't know what I've gone through. So what works for me will not work for you, necessarily. Everything I tell you might be wrong. It might be. It probably is. Depending on how philosophical you want to get with this, Everything I say, everything I'm going to say on here will be wrong at some point for some person. Because if there's one thing that I've learned teaching is that technique A might work for two people out of 20 and technique B might work for the other 18 and technique C might work for five of the 20 completely differently than anything else. So... I'm not offering you some golden nugget of knowledge. I'm just telling you things that could help you be more creative. And, uh, yeah, two of those things are things that have helped me immensely and have helped uh, other people immensely, and I stole them. Blatant stealing. Blatant thievery. But that's what we do as artists. You know, there's actually a book sitting on my shelf over there. You've probably heard of it called Steal Like an Artist by um, Austin somebody. Cleon? I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure. I could check, but that's a lot of effort. <laughs> I will at some point. Um, anyway, there are two ideas that are very similar. The first is the idea of writing practice. And this is presented by Natalie Goldberg, who is a brilliant writing teacher, and she's written several books on writing, one of the most famous being Writing Down the Bones, which is just brilliant, and I encourage you to read it. I encourage you to read anything by Miss Natalie Goldberg. But the idea of writing practice is a very simple one. It's that you sit down with paper and a pen, or I suppose at a computer. I suppose you could do it at a computer. I don't like I like to write everything longhand though so I'm biased. Um but you go. You just go. You don't stop. You don't stop writing. Even if you have to write I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write forever and ever for however long. 
for 10 minutes. And the way that Natalie Goldberg presents this is it's sort of like a meditative practice. And it really is. It's very, it's, it's amazing what can come out of the pen when you let go. And uh, the Goldberg idea is sort of a time thing. So it's like 10 minutes on uh, love, go. 10 minutes on this. Or just 10 minutes and just write for and whatever comes out of the pen comes out. The other idea is stolen from Julia Cameron. And it's detailed in a lot of her books, but the first one is uh, The Artist's Way. Not to be confused with Another Way. You see what I did there? Branding, people. Branding. Um, but it's by Miss Julia Cameron. And her thing, it's very similar. It's the same sort of idea of you set the pen to the paper and you don't stop. But hers is more of a quantity thing. So the idea, the ideal idea of more of morning pages is the way that Julia Cameron puts it. Because you're supposed to get up and before you do anything else, go to the paper. And this really is paper. She stresses that in every book I've ever read of hers. Um, you put the pen to the paper and you go. You do not stop until you hit three pages. Three pages is what she came up with after a lot of writing and teaching herself. It's very scientific. I don't know. <laughs> it's not really scientific. It's just what works. Um, but three pages is important. It's a, it's a milestone and it's long enough to get past the crap and that's what really what it is. Some days they're total crap. I'm in the middle of reading some of mine right now, and I can't tell you how many of them are just constant, I'm so tired. I want to go back to bed. I don't want to do this. This is dumb. But the point is, you do it. And sometimes you break through to something really important. And uh, the writing practice and the morning pages have a very similar goal to them. And this is the way that I describe them. They hold a mirror up to yourself and allow you to examine yourself. And this is good for everybody. This is good for not just writers, but for painters and musicians and lawyers and doctors and whatever else. Accountants. I go to accountants a lot when I talk about this stuff. But it's important for everybody because... In order to be more creative, you have to know yourself. And that's a terrifying thing. Knowing yourself. Ugh. That's why I was so hesitant to start anything, because I didn't want to know myself. It's scary. It's scary to know yourself. But the point is, if you start doing writing practice or morning pages, I do both in different notebooks, um, it will help you immensely. And here's another. Here's a distinction I make between them. Um, Julia Cameron says that it's very important for your morning pages. Don't read them. Don't go back over them for at least eight weeks. So what I do is I keep them. I do them on a like a, a legal pad, and I tear off the pages. And at the end of every month, I seal them up in an envelope, and I write on the envelope, um, "November writing pages." open on um, whatever is two months after November. So February 1st is when I say to open them. Because, you know, technically you could, like, read November 1st on January 1st, but I want to read them for February 1st. What, however math works. I don't know. The point is, don't read them for eight weeks. 
Because doing that, it's it's very interesting what two months perspective gives you. And you can be very critical of something that you've just written right after you write it. Whereas there's a certain sense of objectivity that goes both ways. You can be you can be more distinguishing and find flaws in something that you thought that if you read it at the at the time you wrote it, you might think it was really good and it's not. And you can find something that is really good two months later that you th- might think is crap if you read it over 10 minutes after you write it. It's interesting. And you don't share your morning pages. Not with, uh, not with anybody until you've read them. And e- maybe not even then. Um, there's a trust issue that is a completely different podcast episode that comes in with sharing your work. Um, I don't share any, my morning pages with anybody. Sometimes if there's something that is all right, I'll share it with somebody, but I have to be very, you have to be very discerning with that person. Um, timed writing practice, the Goldberg variety, do whatever you want. Read it over 10 minutes after. I usually don't. But starting these things is hard. That's the theme today, if you haven't noticed, from my reading the definition of the word begin at the beginning of the podcast. Starting them is hard, and continuing them can be hard, because they can seem pointless. But they're not, I promise you. Just stick with it, and it will be, and it, you'll notice a difference. If, you're anything, if it's anything like me, and anything like the countless... Uh, testimonials that have come from other people who have followed both Goldberg's methods and Julia Cameron's methods. Um, It'll be amazing. Sometimes you end up writing stuff that you need to hear without meaning to at all. I've done that several times now, and it's just, it's it's amazing. (sighs) I was going to say something else, and I don't remember what it was. Something about the practicing and the pages. Um, we also have this image that it, that we have everything that we do has to be good. We have this sense of perfectionism, and that's one reason that the starting stuff is hard. It's like I was talking about with me starting the podcast when I gave that example. Is you think, oh, I have to have it perfect, and then I can show it to people, and then I can put it out in the world. And if that's the way you think all the time, you will never do anything. And I have to tell myself that every day. It's so hard. It's so hard to put some put yourself out there, especially if it's something that you've created. Um, like I said, I'm a musician too, and I I have a foot in both worlds of, of vocal music and instrumental music. I, I have a my degree is in music education, and I have been a violinist since I was eight, and I've been singing since I was fifteen. And it's just interesting to see the different ways that instrumentalists work versus the ways that vocalists work. And I've talked about this with many different people. And part of the problem with vocalists is that we are the instrument. And that makes things very personal. So rather than hearing, oh, you're flat on this note... Rather than thinking, oh, I'm flat, I need to fix that. We're thinking, oh, I'm flat, I'm defective. 
And it seems like a big leap, but it's not. And we do that all the time, whether we're, whether we're musicians or not. We do that with ourselves a lot. And some people are better at it than others. Some people are going to have no clue what I'm talking about because they have such confidence in themselves. And I hate them. But I think those people are the exception rather than the rule. Um, there are other people, and I kind of consider myself one of them, who are very good at putting up the front of being confident, while inside we're just um, uh, a screaming bag of anxieties and neuroses. <laughs> it seems dark. It got dark. Um, the point is, let go of the perfectionism. And just start. And I'm telling you, no matter if you're if you're a writer or not, doing those morning pages or the writing practice will be incredibly helpful. <sighs> Is it over? Is it over? No, I don't think it's over. I think there's one more thing. I think there's one more thing this podcast. I was going to save it for another one, but I think we're just going to go ahead and do it. Um, so this is this is me. This is my idea. I didn't steal this from anybody. I kind of stole it from from. Uh, it's a it's a sort of synergy of a bunch of different ideas, like several other good ideas. Um, I am looking right now at a chart I have on my wall, and it has four words. It's a calendar. And it has four words every day. And they are meditate, practice, write, work out. Those are my four pillars. And I call pillars, my four pillars are the things that I need to do to keep myself sane. To keep myself from falling into the depression that I am prone to. To keep myself from being incredibly cranky. And uh, to keep myself going. If I do all four of them every day, they can they can pull me out of a bad day. I I had a really bad day a few months ago. It was really bad. Um, I, was, I just you know those days where you just wake up and you're in the wrong mood, and just it goes downhill from there. It was a Saturday, and I just woke up in a piss poor mood. I was depressed. It was awful. I hated everything. But I forced myself to do my four pillars. It took me literally the entire day. I woke up at like, I, well, I woke up at nine and then got out of bed at like 1130 because that's how those days go. But from the time I got out of bed until the time I went to bed, it took me until that to get everything done. But I forced myself. But by the time I did everything, I was in such a better mood. I had pulled myself from the brink by doing these things. If I do all four of them, that's the power of them. If I do three of them, I'm fine. If I do two of them, I'm okay. But I can't do that for too many days in a row or I get crabby. If I do just one, I better do more than one tomorrow. And I first discovered this, you know, I was a music major and that requires a lot of practicing. But there was one summer like in the middle of my degree where for some reason I hadn't been able to practice for like three or four days 
just I was busy and I was doing other things and I and I was working or something. I don't remember why. The point is I just couldn't do it. And I was so cranky. I was snapping at people. I was just I was in a bad mood and I was like, "What the hell is wrong with me?" And then I realized that I hadn't practiced. And that's when sort of the idea of the pillars first came into my head. These are the things that you need to do to keep yourself sane. I have four of them. You might have one. You might have two. You might have ten. I don't know. Yours might be every day. Yours might be every other day. Find your pillars. Think. What What do you, What makes you crabby or depressed if you don't do it for too many days in a row? And the reason I call them pillars, I... I I think I got it from, like, there's the pillars of Islam. Like, a lot of religions have the idea of, like, the totems. And, like, there's the commandments and that sort of stuff. I just, the, the word pillars just stuck, and I like it. Find your pillars, people. Find them. Do them. And, like I said, I have this chart that I keep on my wall. And this is, this I did steal this idea. Um, you hear it a lot with, uh, like, Jerry Seinfeld. He would, he would... He had a calendar that he could see the entire year, and he would write an X every day that he had written comedy stuff and didn't want to break the chain of Xs. That's sort of the idea with this calendar. So every day I do one of my pillars, I I cross it off on that day. And it is really motivating to cross off the things and see a nice long streak of them. So there's our beginning. That's the beginning of your other way. Find your pillars, start doing your morning practice, your morning pages, your writing practice, whatever you want to call it. Um, just start, start something, start your art. And I leave you with my mantra. It is okay to be an artist. It is okay to create. It is okay to be exactly as you are right now. It is okay. I am okay. You are okay. Thank you and good night.